0: Hey, 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 and welcome to the new show right here on Active where radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And like I said, you're listening to the new show, and I'm here to give you the lowdown on what's happening in the world around you. And as for me, the world around me at the moment is South Africa. So today's show is all about the top five things or the biggest things, important things that are actually happening in South Africa today. Remember, this is a new show on Active fame where radio has never been better. Quest music is heart music. Never stop. Quest music is heart music. Never stop. Radio has never been better in any weather. Radio has never been better in any weather so the first thing that is very big well worldwide in south africa wherever if you're in america wherever you're listening to this is big everywhere and it's obviously the coronavirus and daily numbers are going up Um, the cases are skyrocketing in some places in south africa we have a new strand of the COVID-19 virus. And if you look at the numbers, as of this morning, uh, the global COVID-19 infections have hit 95 million confirmed cases, with the death toll reaching 2.3 million, 03 million deaths worldwide. And if you look in South Africa, there have been Uh, 12,267 new cases as of this morning, taking the total reported cases to 1,337,926 confirmed cases. Now, um, the deaths have reached 37,105, which is a daily increase of 257. That is what's happening in South Africa with uh, the coronavirus. And if you look at the recoveries, the recoveries have climbed to 1,098,441, leaving the country with a balance of 202,380 active cases in south africa so that's what's happening with the coronavirus here in south africa and obviously there's been so much talk about uh the new strain and there's a whole lot of conspiracy theories that are also going with it if you know any conspiracy theory please just let me know i know of one um conspiracy theory where they say that in south africa they actually decided to grow the virus I don't know how true that is. There are, There is a video that is circling around social media, especially WhatsApp and stuff, where there's a person from the WHO organization who's actually um, speaking about South Africa and the virus and how they're growing the virus and, and things. And a, a lot of people are believing that um, this new strain in South, in Africa, in South Africa, is actually because of them growing the virus here in South Africa. And yeah, there's so many conspiracy theories that are going out there. Let me know on social media if you know of any conspiracy theories with regards the COVID-19 case. Not only in South Africa, even if it's where you are from. So if you're in America, just say, hey, I'm Betty from America and this is the conspiracy theory regarding the COVID-19 cases here in America. So let me know. And then the next big thing, we thought we were done with this, guys. Can I just tell you, we really, really thought that we were done with ESCOM and its problems, but we're not. We are definitely not. Load shedding is back, and they've actually said that um, we will be in load shedding for the next three months. And as of today, 5 a.m., load shedding stage two resumes from 5 a.m with no indication of an end time so obviously if you've got the app there's a lot of apps we we need the apps to know when uh, we're going to be in load shedding uh get the app so you know when load shedding is going to hit your area here in south africa and stuff and if you don't know what load shedding is it's basically so Eskom is our electricity company, if I can put it that way. They provide electricity to the country and and stuff and they've been having a whole lot of maintenance issues. Uh I know here in in Gauteng one of the power grids actually had very, very had stuff that were not maintained properly, so they they, they crashed and stuff. That's why we're in load shedding and things like that. But basically what load shedding is when there's too much power that ESCOM can't handle, they cut off electricity in specific areas so that they can maintain the power that's being used within the country uh, or the specific region and stuff. So that's what's happening in South Africa. Right now we have mo- days, not days, times, Four hours in four hour intervals where we don't have electricity in specific areas. Um, I know in my area last night we didn't have power f- from I think it was midnight, I'm not really sure. We didn't have power uh, from about midnight and stuff. So just be on the lookout for that, especially if you're living here in South Africa, we will be having load shedding. Uh, The next thing, and I'm going to call it expunged. Now, the government plans to put a process in place to expunge criminal records as a result of breaking South Africa's COVID-19 laws. But it has no intention to do it anytime soon, and especially not during the current second wave. Uh, The Justice Department said that South Africans need a proper deterrent to convince them to obey the laws. And just paying a fine isn't going to cut it. So they're just like, guys, uh, the 2,000 rand fine, the 20,000 rand fine for not wearing a mask or for breaking curfew and all of these things is not just enough. They need to put things in place for breaking the... You actually become a criminal, basically, if you break the South African COVID-19 laws. Uh, Criminal records attained from breaking lockdown laws persist for 10 years and prevent you from getting a job and traveling to some countries. If you break the COVID-19 regulations or the laws, so that is curfew between, right now we're sitting at 9 till 5 a.m., so 9 p.m. until 5 a.m., that is the curfew in South Africa. If you break that law and you court caught breaking that law, so if you court uh, outside of your property during curfew hours without a permanent stating that you are... What's the word? You're you an important worker, basically, that word. There's a specific word for it. Uh, if you don't have a permit for that or if you don't have proof that you were going to take someone to the hospital or doing something that is really, really, really urgent, you will be regarded as a criminal who has bre- broken the lockdown laws and it will last for 10 years. So that criminal record will last for 10 years and that will prevent you from getting a job and traveling to some countries. That's how serious the government is putting these laws into place. And obviously, like I said, they they don't have intention of doing it anytime soon, but they are looking into doing it. It's the same with wearing a mask. If they catch you without wearing a mask um, in public, then it's it's basically the same thing. You'll, you'll, you'll attain a criminal record for breaking lockdown laws, which will last for 10 years. And that is very hazardous to uh, if you 're looking for a job and if you 're wanting to travel, now if we look at something else that is happening in South Africa we 're seeing that there is situations happening with our banks, and evidence has been submitted in an ongoing battle against court battle against major SA banks showing how they auction off repossessed properties for a fraction of their market values. A sample of 12,000 properties sold at auction revealed that most were sold at between 50% to 60% of their market value, while in the worst cases, some were sold at 17% of their value. Uh, Some sold for just 1% of, um, of the value. The class auction suit is seeking to recoup billions of rands lost to this practice the banks have yet to file a response so obviously this is not just looking at one bank and our major banks if i had to say the five major banks in south africa would be NetBank, standard bank apsa capitec and fnb those would be the top five banks in south africa and what they're saying here is that um, so what happens is if the bank repossesses the house they have all the rights to basically auction it off and they're basically saying that the, the banks are auctioning off these houses for a fraction of the market value, meaning that um, it's not full value that they've auctioned it off and stuff. So they, there's a court case against them, and I'm going to look more into it. I, this is actually the first time that when I was doing the research for the show that I have actually saw that they you can sue banks. <laughs> you can actually sue banks. I didn't know that. If you know more about the story, let me know on social media as well what they have to say about this whole story. Now, the next big thing that is happening in South Africa is that two senior SAPS officials. Now, if you don't know what SAPS is, that is our South African uh, police service. So now two senior officials were in charge, who were in charge of investigating and suspending the crime intelligence head over PPE tender irregularities are now themselves being investigated for being a part of the 200 million Rand PPE tender corruption that has plunged the SAPS. Now, obviously, last year, if you were keeping up with the news and stuff, you obviously saw that um, in um, South Africa, we had the whole big thing of the PPE, which is the personal protective equipment that went missing and a whole lot of money that also went so there was just a whole lot of corruption that happened with the personal protective equipment here in south africa and they're saying that two of the senior officials who were actually in charge of the investigation are also now being investigated um i just feel like with the corruption in south africa somehow, somewhere, everyone that is involved in the case will end up being um, investigated. Now, it is alleged that the officials were were in charge when the various PPE contracts were signed with brokers, not suppliers, just days after the relief was announced. And the next thing that is also happening in South Africa is the lockdown laws. Not only are they looking at expunging uh, the criminal records as a result of breaking South Africa COVID-19 laws, but if we look at these lockdown laws, industries are struggling to stick to the latest lockdown laws. Now, obviously, if you were listening to the family meeting we had as South Africans, and what a family meeting is, is basically when the president addresses the nation. But when we were... If you were listening to or if you read the the speech that the president said we obviously went into an an adjusted level three lockdown and in this level three lockdown there's a whole lot of businesses that had to close down uh, such as businesses that sold alcohol and things like that had to close down as well and the curfew changed from nine from we the curfew was at 10 p.m at some point and then went down to 9 p.m and curfew used to be 9 p.m till 6 a.m but now uh, because of the what's the um, adjusted level three lockdown it is 9 p.m till 6 a.m but now with all these new regulations and stuff like that there's a whole lot of industries that are struggling and A lot of industries have been struggling since the beginning of lockdown. I know of a lot of people that are complaining that um, we've been in lockdown. Uh, I think we're very close to 300, or we possibly passed day 300. I really stopped counting. I only see it when I look at the news. I'm like, oh, we're on day 287 of lockdown. And you're like, oh my gosh, we're on 287. But we are nearing 365 days of lockdown. So on the 27th of March, 2021, we would have been in lockdown for 365 days. Can you imagine? But, um, because of these lockdown laws and because of continuous changing in the in, in the lockdown levels and the, the, the regulations and all of these things, companies are actually suffering. I know when I came back to work this year, we actually saw a lot of companies that didn't open their doors. And I know of a lot of people who actually lost their jobs over the holiday and, and who were retrenched because of these lockdown laws. So a whole lot of companies are actually struggling and industries are actually struggling as the as the practicality of the regulations are brought into questions, they really are brought into question because certain businesses can't run because of um, because of the curfew time. Uh, certain businesses can't run because of industries that can't run and things like that. And I know of a restaurant that actually had a lot of um, customers come in, but now they close at six. Uh, PM because most of their workers live in far areas and um, now the boss is closing earlier because he needs to make sure that his employers, employees get home and things like that. So now the practicality of these regulations don't work, especially for business owners, especially for specific industries that, don't, that, that need uh, specific product, products to be sold. Now one of the biggest to be hit is the taxi industry. Uh, with operators saying they cannot afford to do a strict cleaning and sanitation routines required by the law. I mean, if you've ever taken a taxi in South Africa, obviously it's important that we practice good hygiene and we make sure that we sanitize and we make sure that if we're in a crowded place that we have our mask on and, and we follow the regulations that have been put place by the government and things like that. But if you've ever been in a taxi in South Africa, the taxi driver doesn't have the time for every time someone gets out of the taxi to stop the taxi, wipe the seat, and continually going no. Literally, by the time the taxi gets to the next corner, a new passenger comes in. The next corner, a new passenger comes out. So there's th- the practicality of him continuously stopping and sanitizing uh, the, the, the taxi is not practical. So it's it's definitely not practical with him. But they basically say that, They cannot afford to do the strict cleaning and uh, sanitation uh, routines required by the law, not without the promised support from the government. One of the conditions to get access to funding is to formalize their operations. So obviously the taxi industry, and it's not only the taxi industry, it's a whole lot of other industries that are also um, finding it hard to actually operate uh, with finding it hard to actually operate with the regulations that have been put in place here in South Africa. Now, something else that we're looking to uh, as of this morning, if you look at the markets, as of this morning, markets are steady, heading into the new week as Chinese GDP provides some uh, solace, adding 6.5% year on year, while Chinese retail sales missed the mark. Now this week we see the inauguration of Joe Biden. Yes, yes, and that, that actually affects the markets. Uh, if you didn't know, now you know when something happens in government, especially in a country like the United States or, and, and, or China and things like that, when something big happens like that, it affects our markets in South Africa as well. Now this week we see the inauguration of Joe Biden as the U.S. president as well as interest rates decisions by both the SARB and the ECB. Uh, It's a dollar holiday today as the U.S. celebrates Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The rand starts the day at 15 rand 23 cents to the dollar and 18 rand 39 cents to the euro and 20 rand 69 cents to the pound. And obviously, this is as of this morning. And that is what is happening in South Africa today. Just a recap of the biggest things that are happening in South Africa. We have the whole thing with load shedding that uh, that is coming back, that is resuming, that actually resumed as of this morning, and we're doing stage two. And if you don't know what stage two um, load shedding is, stage two load load shedding is four hours of having no electricity. So if your electricity had to leave at 1 p.m., you add four hours to that, that would be at 5 p.m. that your electricity would be possibly coming back. Uh, something else that is big is the fact that the government plans to process, to put a process in place to expunge criminal records as a result of breaking South African COVID-19 laws. And that would persist for 10 years and prevent you from getting a job and traveling to other countries or to some countries. So obviously not all countries, but whichever country accepts uh, these, these new laws. And... Um, Like I also said when I was speaking about this, they have no intention of doing it anytime soon, but they are looking into doing that. Uh, Something else that is major that is happening in South Africa, uh, well, it happens a lot in South Africa, but uh, major news is that two senior officials Are actually being investigated who were in charge of investigating the the irregularities that happened with the ppe tender the 2 million rand ppe tender corruption are also now being investigated for being part of that corruption and then um another thing that is that is major as well was that the lockdown is affecting a whole lot of industries in south africa and one industry in specific is the taxi industry that are saying that they cannot stop and do the the what they cannot afford to do the strict cleaning and sanitation routines that is required by the government for them the, They will only do it if uh, they have a promised support from the Government. So those are things that are happening in South Africa. Let me know what are the five big things that are happening in your country. We obviously know that this week uh, Joe Biden is being inaugurated as the US president. So that is one of the big things that is happening in the States. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know what is happening in the world around you. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me gigs and this is the new show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better like what you're listening to follow us on gab and twitter at activefm instagram at activefm 777 and facebook at forward slash activefm